Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Crowded Booth. For my Georgia Tech followers, we got a good one for you today. We have Jonathan Dwyer on the line, sitting virtually across from me through Zoom. Jonathan, I, I know that a lot of meetings you're, – you're a high school coach now. A lot of meetings have taken place through Zoom, man. Are, are you tired of the Zoom meetings? Are you ready to get face-to-face with everybody? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're cool. Just, I guess from a standpoint of just like they're convenient and – you know, you don't have to, you know, get in the car and drive anywhere and things like that. But um, from a standpoint of just like mainly so for the coaches meetings, mm-hmm. um, definitely want to, you know, be face to face with everybody and all that good stuff. And um, so it's I hope I hope we get to that point soon. I hope we get to that point soon. I'll tell you one thing, man, high school football in the state of Georgia, I hope we get to pack it out this fall because there is nothing like uh, high school yeah, football in yeah. this state, especially up at Kell. Talk to me about that, man. You played there and now you get a chance to come back and coach. Uh, where it all started for you. What does that mean to you? That's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of weird at the same time because it's like, you know, I had, you know, aspirations of wanting to coach when I was done playing. And um, obviously, you know, my alma mater was definitely on the list. And, um, you know, it's an honor to be back there and, uh, you know, just to, you know, hopefully just inspire these young men and uh, help them, you know, reach their goals as well. And, you know, hopefully bring a state title to the school on the day. Yeah, Kel definitely has a successful program for those familiar in the Atlanta area. And then uh, us down here, everything south of Atlanta, everyone calls South Georgia. I'm from Columbus, Georgia, and everyone's like, oh, y'all are South Georgia. I'm like, no, we're not South Georgia. We're not Valdosta and, and all that quite <laughs> no. yet. But uh, I want to ask you because it's interesting, when guys come back and they coach at their own high schools, is there anything that you see uh, differently as a coach than, than as a player? Because, I mean, I know when you're a player – you're like, oh, gosh, these coaches are working to death. Now that you're a coach, do you have appreciation for those people that kind of, you know, poured into your life when you were in high school? Most definitely. I mean, I always appreciated back then just because it was like I understood the whole process of, you know, being coached hard, you know, being someone, you know, you think someone's nagging you, but they're just making sure you're doing what they need to do so they can trust you from a standpoint. And then once they realize they trust you, they really don't talk to you about certain things. They really just talk to you about, you know, they might just check in on you and say, hey, school's right, all right, and then you say yes, and they know, okay, he's going to handle his business, so I'm not worried about that. And you start talking about other things, whether it's recruiting, whether it's, you know, everything at home okay, you know, those type of things. So um, I always appreciate it, but now it's just – I think the main thing is just um, kids are different now. They're they a different, um, you know, breed. Um, I would say now they're more physically – um blessed more so just kids are bigger and stronger and faster at this age and more developed um and you know i think it just it, obviously the game is a lot faster because the, the way that it's a spread offense now it's not no one's really it's not too many there's still some that are running the wing tee and some are running the straight eye formation but um uh everybody's putting up points now for sure yeah that's for sure. <laughs> and you, you talked about how different it is. One thing I've seen covering recruiting, are you glad that Twitter was not a big thing when you were in high school? Because we got kids, oh my, you know, transferring oh, oh from gosh. high school to high school and, and posting their top 25s. What are, I mean, are you glad or would you have gotten some trouble if you had that Twitter and all that social media access as a high school athlete? I don't think I would have had trouble, gotten in trouble. I think I got a lot of attention in high school because I was a big recruit. I think it would have been even worse. It was bad then. And then think about, and back then it was just Facebook. So like, yeah. think about like having an Instagram and, you know, I probably would have been those, one of those kids that had like 
twenty something thousand followers and in my senior year and people like want to know what I'm doing and all that type of stuff. So at that young age, like I give kudos to those guys. Some handle it well, some don't, mm-hmm. but um, I think at the same time, like you're learning how to brand yourself at an early age so that when you do get to that standpoint, if you do it the right way, learn how to do it the right way, you are set yourself up for success in a, in a standpoint as well. It's definitely changed over the past 10 to 15 years. I've inter- interviewed some guys that have been recently offered by Georgia Tech, and, you know, they put it up there, offered by Georgia Tech. The next one's, like, offered by Texas State or Texas. Or, and it's just crazy how how fast these kids can get the information out there. I want to go back to your senior year because, obviously, you were a highly rated recruit. Georgia Tech fans that are going to listen to this, I mean, your name is synonymous with success on the flats. What brought you to the decision? Because I know, like you said, you're a high-profile guy and you decided to stay close to home. Was that the big key factor for you? I don't think that was really it. Um, mm-hmm. That was a plus that so plus, that just happened. But from a standpoint of just like, you know, I want to stay close to home. I mean, my parents were going to go wherever I was, you know, that type of thing. Like they were going to, you know, my dad at the time, he flew so much. He had so much miles. He was prepared for this you know, prepared to fly to if I was in Florida. And, you know, I think the main thing was I was going to be close to home regardless, maybe not that close to home, but I knew that I was going to be somewhere in the South. Like I just knew that whether it was Auburn or, you know, Florida, Florida State, um, probably the furthest I was going to go was LSU, like, Mm -hmm. you know, West type thing. And up North was probably – Maybe North Carolina or maybe Notre Dame, someone like that. That's probably the farthest I would have went. But um, I just knew I was going to be close by instead of somewhere on the East Coast for sure. But um, I think the main thing, I mean, the guys I played with, you know, uh, me and Morgan Burnett talk like every other day, you know, checking up on our kids. Uh, me and Nesbitt talk and Roddy Jones doesn't live far away from me. And we talk and those that's why I went there. I mean, obviously the school – academics which is probably second to none um but the camaraderie i've built with those guys that they're like man let's do something let's go here and do something that tech's never done before or let's try to flip this program around and you know coach collins had a big part of it too because during that time period he was there and he's one hell of a recruiter man and um (laughs) he's a hell of a person as well so it's just that you know people like that and you know you have Coaches at the time I had Coach Mockins, who's a running back coach for the Broncos. And it's crazy enough, we only played the other – he only coached for one year, and we still aren't close. Yeah. You know, Coach Nix, you know, I still – you know, I remember Bo Nix when he was, like, five years old running around raising hell at practice. So, it's just like, you know, like, those people I still have relationships with. So, that's why I went to Tech for sure. Yeah, Coach Nick's coach is right across the river from me at Central High School in Phoenix City now, and yeah, pretty yeah. big powerhouse in the state of Alabama. You talked about family, kind of that family atmosphere, and I know you have a kid of your own. Um, and what does it mean to see, and, and I saw on your Instagram, you know, your, your kid's starting to play some ball. What is that like as a father, to see your kid kind of playing? <laughs> is it something you're like, yeah, you got to play, or does he know, like, how dad was as an athlete, or does he realize that, or uh, is he just, you no, know, he, playing it and loving it? He loves it, but – I think the one thing, man, that I admire about him is he embraces the challenge. Hmm. Like, you know, I was kind of scared for him, nervous for him because, you know, he's a junior. So he's named after me. And, but he want, he likes that. He loves, like, you know, when we go, when he plays on different sports, he's played travel baseball this past summer. Um, 
everybody he calls him everybody calls him JJ, but like he wanted his jersey to say Dwyer Jr. on the back. Yeah. Like he wants that target. He wants he embraces the fact of like, you know, like, you know, it's kind of funny because his personality starting to come up and he's like, you know, that is my time now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, he wants that pressure. He wants that that attention. He wants to be recognized. He wants to go out there and perform. And, you know, I think what he's learned at early is just how to be more aggressive than from the jump. Like he's very aggressive from a standpoint of like, he has no fear when he's out there playing. He's off the field. He's goofy, silly, laid back, you know, kind of quiet, but has a good personality from a standpoint, a great person, like sense of humor, but he's on that field, man. Like he knows how to flip a switch and he's learned that at such a young age that I'm not even teaching him how to do that. That's just, you know, he's been around the game for so long from when I played and now, I'm a coach, so he's around these kids and watching them and seeing what they do, and he's copying what they do, and so it's like it's it's, far, it's pretty cool to watch him like grow. And I just kind of sit back and just watch. And you know, if he asks me a question, I'll help. But mm-hmm. you know, I just try to be dad majority of the time. That's awesome. I want to talk on because you talked about recruiting and you talked about how the process this year's weird because of this dead period being extended. You as a high school coach, how are you how are you guys dealing with this? Because there's a lot of kids that normally would get that opportunity. They're having to find different ways to kind of take that step to the next level. I think so. Especially for like at our team right now, we have a lot of young guys. Like our our senior class is pretty good, but our our biggest group is our rising junior class mm-hmm. and we have some division one players in this, this class but it's like right now the only big recruit is Bedinga mm-hmm. um, the running back but we have other guys who probably would have these offers if this dead period or you know the situation this you know COVID you know that type yeah. of thing you know like we have a guy named Savion Riley who's you know six two three six two runs a four five I runs a four four now and jump out of the gym and is a freak receiver. Mm-hmm. He'll get his opportunities later. You know, probably yeah. hopefully we have a spring and coaches come and watch him. And he'll like once he gets his one, he'll start he'll start flying for him. And you know, other kids that you know that I train and things like that. You know, opportunities are coming to them slowly but surely. But I think this is like 2020 is probably the like we we're gonna go back and like go ahead of time and we're gonna be like this. That was the craziest recruiting mm-hmm. cycle we've ever seen ever because it was almost like you know, we're telling kids you have to commit as soon as possible because you want to secure a spot. Yeah. You can't, you know, only a couple of people, they're going to let that thing just ride out until the very end compared to back in the days and years before where they just let, you know, everybody kind of hang around until, you know, they committed when they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting. We just had the second installment of signing day last week and talked with Coach Collins. Tech did not sign anybody during that period, but he was talking about how, you really have to be good at evaluation with all of this stuff through film, with everything not being able to be in person. That's something that he's tasked his staff, and I know coaches across the country. You obviously had interaction with Coach Collins before we know him as now the head coach on the flats. And I hate I hate this because people are saying, you know, this, this culture change. But you guys with, with Paul Johnson, I mean, they were successful years. And it's not like there were lean years for Georgia Tech with, with Paul Johnson in the helm. But when you see the excitement – uh, first off, do you wish that you would have had the, the Waffle House branding when you were playing at Georgia Tech? I mean, how, how does it feel to see the excitement around the program, man? Man, he's a genius. Like, honestly, like the 404, you know, the cult, you know, for the culture, you know, like 
85 South, like 85 North. Like we represent 85 North. We're representing 75 South. Like honestly, like the whole Georgia Tech athletic program should have been doing this years ago. Like not just football. We're not talking about this football. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about baseball. Like understand, like think about like think about how many people come out of the state of Georgia for every single sport. That is crazy to me. And like to, and to you rise, like, this is like, we're the backyard for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that's pure genius that they used to do. I wish we had those opportunities. I wish that we marketed, they marketed the way that we were, that they should have back then. You know, I think that in a way we were behind in a lot of ways, you know, from the marketing standpoint to how they handle the Instagrams, how they handle, you know, their, their social, I mean, all their social medias from the standpoint of how they recruit you know, finally get a helicopter, like doing things that we should have done. But that goes up, that goes down to Todd Sansbury, you know, him realizing this is the things that we need to do if we want to be a prestigious institute, you know, and if we want to be in comparison to all these other universities around the country. And I think that's the main thing for sure for us is that tech now is relevant. Like, yeah, we're, yeah we haven't won games yet, but those times are coming. But you're looking at top recruits and we're in the top six of people's opportunities like mm-hmm. it hasn't happened in years mm-hmm. like um like i met the kid jacob hood that that's a that's i met him at a showcase yeah. and you know um and uh he told me that he liked tech and you know this that third and you know he asked me questions and i told him you know gave my honest opinion about it and you know um you know coach key coaches about my area is recruited by area so mm-hmm. he's always asking you know, and I told him I met this kid there and he told me, you know, asked me some questions about him and he, you know, gave my honest opinion about him. But, you know, like when have we ever had a chance to get people like that? It's been a long mm-hmm. time to be even relevant in those situations. So it's that's the main part. It's about being relevant. It's about, you know, and then you're going to get those guys to come. And then with the staff that we have there, we're going to it's going to take time, but we're going to we're going to get back to where we used to be. And, yeah, we were good at tech and you know, with those Paul Johnson era and it was great, but I wish that we had more excitement. Mm-hmm. We used our brand a way a lot better like they are now. Yeah. I think when you look back, I mean, obviously you know, there's some some awesome years, some some crazy years to watch. And when you see a kid put a top six and he's got like Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Florida State, you know, and then Georgia Tech's in there, that just shows you how much it is growing. A big part of that is your former teammate, and correct me if I'm wrong, for one year was Tashard Choice. You got to watch him play. I'm going to tell you one thing. Everything I've heard from recruits is that his smile is infectious. Talk about what he brings to the table as a recruiter. I mean, I just remember him as a player. He brings juice, man. Like, he brings energy. Like, it's just infectious. And, man, like, every day in meeting rooms, no matter – like, you couldn't go in and be, like, lay back. He's hyped up all the time and mm-hmm. you know it was like almost like i tried to inherit that same mentality when he left you know and he was just like J- like big little bro like you got to bring the juice every day like if you are the tempo set of the team you have to have that energy so that everybody else keeps that same energy throughout the game it's gonna like throughout practices and you know things like that and you know, i try to do the same thing as a coach now you know mm-hmm. and one of my running backs is running down the field i'm running down the field with him you know celebrating yeah. you know in practice so it's just like Kids enjoy that. Kids, and you know, especially if you know they know it's genuine and it's real, mm-hmm. and they were they're gonna you know put their body and you know do everything they have to do to put 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 themselves on the line to help you help win. 
So I think that's the main thing that T-Choice brings is energy. He's going to be honest. He's going to keep it 100 with you. And I think kids are going to enjoy that. And the fact that he is a product of the 4-4, he is a Georgia Tech grad. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all plus as well. Yeah. He's kind of if, – if a guy wants to know what could I be, you'd look at right in the position room and you see him right there. I'll go with a little bit of rapid-fire questions for you. Have you thrown on the pads at Kell and, and worked out against these guys? Have, have you been tempted to do it at all? No, no. <laughs> like, I'll, like, I'll do something here or there. Uh, you know, like, I'll do something, like a drill or something. And I'm like, okay, Coach, I see you still got it. But, you know, I, I keep my bullets in my chamber and I can only use them so often. Yeah. What's the best advice that you received, whether it was as a player or now as a coach? Um, I know that's a loaded question, but whether it's for your like your professional life, your personal life, or what, what's who who kind of what, what was that like? Just realness. Mm-hmm. I mean, this generation they can smile, they can smell it out. Like if it's fake, they'll smell it out, and they will, you know, in a way, dis- like disgrace you from the beginning. You know, yeah. be genuine, be real and um, give everything you got and everything that you do. All right, last question for you. What was your top moment uh, in a Georgia Tech uniform? What was the best best moment, best game, or what was that for you? <sighs> Obviously, it's got to be against the other school. I'm not going to say their name, but, yeah. you know, the other yeah. school. So, um, and, you know, going down there and, and, and raising hell, I had my I, – I, my hedges kind of died on me. I, mm-hmm. so used to, I used to have my hedges, but um, that's definitely got to be number one on the list. Number one on the list. Jonathan, we appreciate it, man. Uh, we are hoping that uh, high school football will return back to normal because we know Kel has potential to uh, to be a very good program for a long time. And uh, all the best to you. And, hey, who knows? You know, we may catch you at a Georgia Tech game at a tailgate or something like that because I know you're not going to be a stranger to the program at all. Uh, no, I definitely try to come at least once or twice a year come up there. Hopefully they have a spring game and I'll be up there too. Sounds good, Jonathan. Appreciate having you on, man. Uh, thanks, brother.